You're listening to an audio sermon by Pastor Bernard Milder from Household of Christ. We trust that you will be encouraged and blessed as you listen to the Word of God. So this day, I want to minister a message to you to prepare your heart for 2021. New strength for 2021. Amen. New strength for 2021. Turn to the person next to you and say, God is going to strengthen you. Family, listen to me. For God to strengthen you, it's not all up to God. You have your part to play. There's certain things that you are going to have to do from your side. Amen? Turn with me in your Bibles to the book of Hebrews chapter 12. Hebrews chapter 12, and I'm going to read from verse 1. Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Lay aside the weights. The weights of 2020. You have to lay them aside. Here Paul writes and he says, those sins that so easily ensnare you. What is that thing that ensnares you so easily? Not another person, but yourself. The truth is, there's certain things that can ensnare you very quickly, and there's certain things that can ensnare me very quickly. That's why we can never judge anybody. Because one thing that you maybe feel strong in, where you've conquered, you have victory over, it does not ensnare you anymore, can be the very thing that ensnares another person. Family, Jesus Christ paid the price in full so that you can lay that weight, that sin, that thing that ensnares you so quickly that you can lay it aside. If you want to run in 2021, there's some weights that you have to leave in 2020. Who of you have experienced some COVID-19 weights in 2020? Well, the Bible gives us instruction to lay it aside. Not to go to another person and say to them, I can see this thing in your life, this thing, this thing. What is the thing the sin, the weight that ensnares you so quickly, that thing that you step into. Weights, COVID-19 weights that we have to leave in 2020. Turn to the person next to you and say, I'm leaving the COVID-19 weights in 2020. Why is it so important? Because you want to exit this year rejoicing, to be able to enter into 2021 rejoicing. But if those things are making your heart heavy, if you are anxious about these things, you'll enter into 2021 full of fear, worry, and doubt. Philippians 4, just go there quickly. 4 verse 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, will I say, rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Be anxious 
for nothing. Family, don't be anxious about 2021. Yes, there might be things that will happen where fear wants to grip people's hearts, but you don't have to be anxious. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. These sins, these things that ensnare us so quickly, these are the very things that steal our peace. The God of peace, that peace that comes from Jesus, that surpasses all understanding, it will guard your heart. As you enter into 2021 or prepare to enter into 2021, as you find yourself in 2021, protect that peace on the inside. You have to watch out for those things that want to steal your peace. The truth is Jesus is concerned about your heart. Jesus is concerned about the condition of your heart. Not to be anxious about anything. What are those little pet sins that steal your peace the whole time? Those little things that keep you from the promises of God. To enter into the fullness that God has got for you. The truth is, true blessing comes from a pure heart. Matthew 5 verse 8 says that, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. The New Living Translation says, God blesses those whose hearts are pure, for they will see God. There are so many things that's happened in this year of 2020 that has contaminated our hearts, concerns, worries, weights that we have put on our shoulders that we are not supposed to carry. God is concerned about the condition of your heart. Are you prepared to let go of those weights? Because you cannot enter into 2021 running the race that God has predestined and planned for you with the weights of 2020. 2021 will have its own challenges, but we can know that God has gone before us. What are you doing with those things that so easily ensnare you? Are you holding on to them? Those offenses, are you cuddling them, nurturing them, feeding them? Or are you going to take those weights, the things that ensnare you so quickly, and lay them aside? One thing I must say about 2020, it has trained us to be meek. Meekness is not weakness. Think about Moses. The Bible says Moses was the meekest man that ever walked upon this earth. But Moses was not always meek. He was trained to be meek. Matthew 5 teaches us that those that are meek will inherit the earth. So God has been busy with the plan where the enemy wanted to embarrass you, humiliate you, break you down. 
made the greatest mistake because our enemy always makes mistakes. God has been training us to be meek because humility is the key. Humility is the thing that attracts God's presence. Turn to the person next to you and say, our enemy always makes mistakes. Family, that which the enemy intended for evil, God will turn it around for good. What a humbling here. What a humbling here. Let me see your hand if I'm talking to the right people here. That's the mistake that the enemy has made. Because humility is the very thing that attracts God's favor. So this has been a year where you've humbled yourself before God, but humility is the key to attract God's favor. 1 Peter 5 verse 5. Likewise, you younger people, submit yourself to your elders. Young people, here's some good advice. You'll have an opportunity to be an elder one day, and then you can do it better than what we've done it. Amen? But right now, it's time for training. Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Resist him steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. Don't ever believe you're the only person going through what you are going through. The enemy wants to isolate you to think that you're the only person going through what you are going through. But that's not the truth. There are many other people going through exactly what you are going through. Resist him steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same suffering are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. But may the God of all grace, by Christ Jesus, after you've suffered a while, perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. Your situation has positioned you to attract God's favor. Family, the God of all grace. People around us that's been going through difficult times, let's show all grace to them. The Word of God says, yeah, after you've suffered a while, God is going to perfect establish, strengthen, and settle you. Where many of us have been unsettled, God is busy working. He's saying, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. Family, listen to me. This is the one thing where you have to pay your part. You have to humble yourself. Pride comes from the heart of man. Pride, you cannot be delivered of pride. You have to make the decision to humble yourself, to bow the knee before Jesus, to come and take those cares, those weights that you think you can carry yourself, and cast them before the Lord Jesus Christ. Give those cares to Him because He cares about you. Whatever care, whatever sin, whatever weight you've been carrying, remember Jesus died for it. Make a decision 
before you enter into 2021 to take off certain things, put off and put on. Put off and put on. So you're going to have to make certain decisions. God is not going to do it for you. You have to make those decisions. Amen? Turn to the person next to you and say, you're going to have to put off the flesh and put on Jesus. Ephesians 4. Ephesians 4 verse 23. But be constantly renewed in the spirit of your mind, having a fresh mental and spiritual attitude, and put on the new nature, the regenerate self created in God's image, God-like in true righteousness and holiness. Family, when you start to renew your mind, you are putting on Christ. Putting on Christ. The helmet of salvation is not something we put on in arrogance, but we do it in humility and sincerity of heart. The helmet of salvation, the righteous breastplate, the belt of truth, the shoes of the gospel, the shield of faith, the sword of the spirit. God's nature is what we need. God's ability is what we need. Putting off the old and putting on the new. There's some old bad of yourself, of myself, we have to leave in 2020 so that we can walk in the newness and the things that God has planned for us for 2021. Amen? Verse 25. Therefore, putting away, lying, let each one of you speak truth with his neighbor, for we are members of one another. Put it off. Lay it aside. One thing I can tell you, in 2020, I've seen and counseled more angry people than ever before. Don't raise your hand, but you know if there were some things that made you angry in 2020. A matter of fact, not angry, very angry. Anger is a trap of the enemy because anger is rooted in pride. Anger is rooted in pride. The Bible says, yes, you can be angry. We all get angry, but do not sin. Do not sin. So it means if you continue to be angry and talk about these things and work yourself up, somewhere you're going to say something you're not supposed to say. Do something you're not supposed to do, and you're going to start sinning. And that's the trap of the enemy. We can get angry, be angry at unrighteousness because we clothe ourselves with righteousness and holiness. When we see unrighteousness, be angry, but do not sin. Because remember, the way that you respond can be worse than that thing that you see happening to you. Verse 26, it says, Be angry and do not sin, and do not let the sun go down on your wrath. Family, listen to me. Don't go to bed angry. Turn to the person next to you and say, before the sun goes down, anger must be out. 
Why does the Bible talk about this? Because this cycle of the sun coming up and going down, it's in that time when that seed of anger starts to grow, starts to shoot roots, oftentimes the roots of bitterness. When you are angry with somebody, it's easy to become bitter. And bitterness is very dangerous because bitterness will affect your speech. And when you start to say negative things, you start to break down. As a Christian, we ought to bless and not to curse. Germination takes place oftentimes in the dark, letting those things lie here in your heart to grow. When you become bitter, you'll view everything through bitterness. I mean, you'll view everything through offense. Be very careful. This is a trap of the enemy. The unfairness, the hurt, the offense, the disappointments of 2020, let it go. Let it go. Turn to the person next to you and say, do not be angry. It's a trap of the enemy. You know, some people, when you just see them, it, 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 it seems like they've got like a thunder cloud over their head. And you're wondering, when is the lightning going to start coming down and when it's going to hit me? Do you know of angry people like that? The Bible says, be careful of angry people. Don't hang out with them because you will become like them. Don't hang out with hotheads because you will become a hothead. We have to be very careful because we want God in our lives. We want to keep our hearts pure. Therefore, we should give no place for the devil. Ephesians 4 verse 27 says, give no place for the devil. Don't give him any opportunity. Don't open that door for him. Can I tell you something why people defile and say negative things about people? If you meet somebody and every time you meet them, they say, oh, this Jack, this John, this Tabu, that is a sign of bitterness. Hebrews 12 that we started off with, Hebrews 12 verse 1, lay aside those weights. When you go to verse 15, it says, be careful that you do not fall short of the grace of God. And a root of bitterness springs up. And through that root of bitterness, many people become defiled. So if you are always defiling and talking bad about people, go check your heart. Jesus is concerned about your heart. Your heart will reveal the true you. Out of the abundance of your heart, the words will come out of your mouth. So if you're always defiling somebody, go check bitterness. Aina, amen. Family, if you are married, you should have this agreement in place between you and your spouse, not to break each other down, because remember, every person has got their own little thing, own weight that ensnares them very quickly. We live in a generation that's very emotional, get offended very quickly. But be your brother's keeper. If you see those words coming out the whole time, in humility and sincerity, say, there could be a root of bitterness. Why are you defiling the whole time?
Ephesians 4 verse 29, listen to what it says. Let no foul or polluting language, nor evil word, nor unwholesome or worthless talk ever come out of your mouth, but only such speech as is good and beneficial to the spiritual progress of others, as is fitting to the need and the occasion that it may be a blessing and give grace, God's favor, to those who hear it. How many times are there corrupt words proceeding out of your mouth? If your words are defiling, go check your heart. There could be bitterness. Bitterness is one of the things that can affect you in, in such a terrible way. Sometimes we get upset and we say wrong words. Let me see your hand. We have to be very careful what we say because once you've said it, you can never draw those words back. You can never pull those words. You've spoken it. So we want to come and we want to pray to God. We want to worship God. We want to release a sweet fragrance. Remember the psalmist said, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable to you. Our prayers, it's a sweet fragrance. But oftentimes it gets polluted on the inside through bitterness, through unforgiveness. We want words to edify Jesus. But when we talk to people, our words are tearing down people, breaking down people. Can you see that out of this well cannot flow bitter and sweet water at the same time? Edifying words always impart grace. And grace is the thing that brings people to Jesus. It's the goodness of God that leads people to repentance. You have to make the decision. Go check your heart. See what's going on in your heart. Amen? When we are filled with the Holy Spirit, our actions should change. We should not walk in the spirit of killing, stealing, and destroying. We should not walk or say things that break down, stealing people's lives, destroying people's lives. But we should walk in the spirit of Christ that brings life in everything that we do. Amen? Ephesians 4 verse 28, Let the thief steal no more, but rather let him work or be industrious, making an honest living with his own hands, so that he may be able to give to those in need. Our behavior should reveal that Christ has become an integral part of our lives. Walking in the spirit of Christ Jesus and not the spirit of killing, stealing, and destroying. Where we've been killing, stealing, and destroying, saying the wrong things, doing the wrong things, we should change. Everything that we do should bring great joy to God. Check your heart. Turn to the person next to you and say, God is concerned about the condition of your heart. Many people want to see the miracles. Lord, do a miracle in my life. They want to see His works, but they don't want to learn His ways according to Galatians 5 verse 22. The fruits of the Spirit. Make a decision right now to align your life with the Word of God. To view your life, your behavior in the light of God's word. Family, we ought not to grieve the Holy Spirit. 
Ephesians 4 verse 30 says, Do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Think about a bucket, a vessel. We're that vessel and we've been sealed off by the Holy Spirit. This vessel now can be filled with God's glory. God wants to fill us with His glory, fill us with His love until it starts to overflow to others. But it's these weights, these spit little sins, these little things that so easily ensnare us. It causes holes in our buckets so that God's glory runs out instead of overflowing to others. Bitterness, unforgiveness. Remember, you've become the righteousness of God. The holiness of God is on the inside of you. God has made your heart righteous. But when you have bitterness in your heart, you're allowing unrighteousness into your heart. You have the righteous breastplate. And God wants to work in you and through you and with you and for you. But you have your part to play. That's why when offense comes, forgive quickly. When those, that weight is there, lay it aside quickly. Because sin in its very nature wants to kill, steal, and destroy. Everything the devil can do to you, sin can do to you. This is why we oftentimes feel so empty. Because we allow that bitterness to be in our hearts. It causes a hole. And God's presence starts running out of our lives. And we feel so empty. And we say, God, why do I feel so empty? When you feel empty, go check your heart. Go see if there's any bitterness. Family, when we come to God, you have to come in humility and sincerity of heart. 2 Corinthians 7 verse 10 says, For godly sorrow produces repentance leading to salvation. Godly sorrow. When you make a mistake, God can see if you are truly sorry. What I mean by godly sorrow? David said when he sinned, he said, Lord, I've sinned against you and you alone. Forgive me, wash me with your blood, cleanse me with a hyssop. Please do not let your spirit depart from me. Remember Peter, when the Lord did the miracle in Luke chapter 5, he fell on his knees immediately. He said, depart from me, for I'm a sinful man. He knew that God was holy and he was unholy. He knew he was in need of God's righteousness because he had become unrighteous. God can see that. But oftentimes people will just come and say sorry. It's godly sorrow that produces repentance. Just go back to that scripture. Just put that scripture back there, please. Not to be regretted, but sorrow of the world produces death. Family, listen to me. When you feel sorry, when you have a conviction of the Holy Spirit to go make right with somebody, go immediately. If you do not repent, you'll have remorse, but nothing will change in your life. That's the world. They are sorry about what they are doing, but they never change and never stop doing it. And we can step into the same trap. Listen to the Holy Spirit where you have to go make right. When you bring your gift to the altar and you know your brother has something against you, leave the gift there, go to him. Go to him, eyeball to eyeball and go make right. 
Godly sorrow brings repentance that leads to salvation. But if there's not godly sorrow, you'll be sorry, but nothing will change. Esau, Hebrews 12 again. Think verse 18. Verse 17. You know that afterwards Esau, when he wanted to inherit his promise, he couldn't get it. He was rejected. Why? For he had no place for repentance, although he was looking for it, seeking it diligently with tears. Listen to me. Outwardly, he was crying, oh, my birthright, I want it, I want it. But inwardly, God saw there's no repentance. He's not really sorry. Many times, we get caught and we are sorry because we got caught. But there's no godly sorrow in what we've done. So nothing changes. Judas was sorry, but he never changed in his heart. Peter betrayed the Lord Jesus, denied the Lord Jesus. But in his heart, every time when he repented, there was changed. David, when he messed up, he dropped his king's cloak. He fell on his knees. He said, Lord, I've sinned against you and you alone. Saul, when he sinned, said, no, I've not really sinned. I've done what the Lord told me. Please now honor me before the people. I'm sorry for what happened, but please honor me before the people. Can you see the difference, family? God looks at your heart, and he can see if there's true godly sorrow, if it's in humility and sincerity of heart, or you're just saying sorry. God is very real. He's concerned about your heart. Fathers, mothers, when you make a mistake, if you've had a disagreement and maybe you've said the wrong things and your children heard it, or maybe you've rebuked your children concerning something and later on you found out but they were innocent, Parents can make mistakes. Go in humility and sincerity of heart to those children and say, Daddy was wrong. Mommy was wrong. Please forgive me. Show them that way. Not, I'm the head of the home. I never make mistakes. You come to me and say sorry. No, no, no. Let's show our children a more excellent way. If you're a Christian, there's no such thing, I'm working through it. And you wait two months before you go to the person to say sorry. That's nonsense. You're allowing that anger and that bitterness to grow. You've put a concrete block over it and you say it's gone. It's growing. It's growing. The difference now where it was one root and one little branch where you could just uproot it. Now that thing is shooting roots in different directions. It's growing branches in different directions and will start manifesting in all different areas. 
the root of bitterness. Let God deal with it. Humble yourself where you've been defiling people. Say, Lord, I've sinned against you and you alone. That person is made in the image of God, the likeness of God. As we get ready to move into 2021, Ephesians 4 verse 32, and be kind to one another. Family, go check your heart and see if you can be kind to everybody. Or you're still defiling people, snappy towards this person, biting here. Paul said in Galatians, be careful. Don't use your liberty as an opportunity for the flesh. Because through that, many become also defiled. But not only that, by me, through many through that are consumed through your words. Because you bite and devour each other. We're not here to use our liberty to bite and devour each other. It's spiritual cannibalism. Cannot be a cannibal in the spirit and eat up people. And be kind to one another, tender-hearted. Go see if your heart is tender, your heart is soft. Forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you. What am I saying before you enter into 2021? Or as you go into 2021, make sure your heart is not heavy. Every weight, that thing that ensnares you so quickly, lay it aside. That thing that makes you angry so quickly, lay it aside. Put it off and put on Jesus, the helmet of salvation, the righteous breastplate, the belt of truth. You are clothing yourself with Christ. Why is it so important? Because we need to be imitators of God. We need to show a dying world a more excellent way. We need to show them that in 2021, there's hope, there's salvation. There's the God of all grace that after you have suffered, He's going to perfect, He's going to establish, He's going to settle you. That people can have hope. But if we don't show them that these are the sons of God. As Christ has forgiven me, I can forgive you. Now when you get to the end of Ephesians 4 verse 23, when you go to Ephesians 5 verse 1, it says, therefore, be imitators of God. Be imitators of God. Walk in love. Family, listen to me. Jesus Christ, when he walked on this earth, he walked in love. Love. He walked in forgiveness. When they brought the woman who was caught in the act of adultery, he walked in love. He walked in forgiveness. He says, I don't judge you. I don't condemn you. Where are your accusers now? Why? Because when we walk in love, it's a sacrifice, an offering unto God. A sweet-smelling aroma that brings him great pleasure. Listen to me. Not only when you come to church, you ought to lift up your hands and say, Jesus, I love you, and release that sweet-smelling aroma. But are you releasing that sweet-smelling aroma when you go home? Monday to Saturday, what are you releasing? Is it a stench of bitterness and unforgiveness? 
the sweet fragrance that you release on a Sunday. Jesus, I love you. Father, I love you. Holy Spirit, I love you. Your children and the people around you should see you imitating God Monday to Saturday. And Sunday is just an extension of the life that you have been living Monday to Saturday. Let all our thoughts, all our words, all our deeds be a sweet-smelling aroma unto God the Father. Christianity is all about the purity of our hearts. If you want to prepare your heart, if you want to be strong, enter in with strength into 2021, go look at your heart. Christianity is all about the purity of our hearts. We have one life to live for Christ Jesus, and that life is so dear. God wants to take us from where we are to where He wants us to be. This year, as we look back, a year of humility, God has used your situation to position you to attract His favor. When you receive His righteousness in humility and sincerity of heart, you've positioned yourself to attract His favor. When you find yourself in Christ Jesus, his eyes are upon the righteous. His ears are attentive to their prayers. You have positioned yourself in Christ Jesus. When your life is centered around Christ Jesus, you can say with all confidence, the best is yet to come. Selah. Thank you for listening to this audio sermon. For more information, please go to our website, www.hoc.org.za. Household of Christ, loving God, loving people.